Welcome. We are the Projectile Lunchcast, a group of friends with a combined professional video games industry experience of over 20 years. More importantly, we have collectively been discussing video games for close to a century, including during most of our lunch breaks. People forced to witness these arguments kept telling us to just get a room and make a podcast. So that's what we did. We don't think they had any idea what they were bargaining for, yet here we are. And we couldn't be more excited to have you, dear listener, join us on this adventure. Back to Projectile Lunchcast, episode thirty-two. My name is Marcel. What? It's episode thirty-three. Is it? Yeah. Let me check on the website. Let me check on the uh, on the, the website of my favorite podcast, the Projectile Lunchcast. Should. Uh, it is um, okay. Um, hey, everybody! Welcome back to Projectile Lunchcast, episode thirty-three, which I totally remembered by myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name being Marcel, and I'm here with Richard. It's it's David. Is it David? Now? You've gotten my name wrong. Every episode. For 32 yeah. episodes now. Okay, whatever. I'm here with this other dude. <laughs> um, and only this other dude because it's still just the two of us. Just the two of us. It's like we are a, a non-stop uh, Valentine's Day event, essentially. We have built a fire in the, in the podcasting room. Uh, regardless of fire codes or them telling us to stop, we just have a nice little trash can, little fireside chat sort of thing going on, right? Essentially, that's. I think that's vibe we're going for, right? Yeah, yeah. Just hey, hey, listeners, just cozy up, pull up a blanket, get some hot chocolate. Just, are we uh, are we trying to expand into the what is it called like ASMR? Do you want me to just pull up? Just get some marshmallows and your hot chocolate. And fucking listen to this fucking podcast. This is pretty good, right? Okay, um, so before we dive into today's topic, as tradition demands, we want to look at some of the games that came out on this day in history, right? And this day being um, March 5th? Yeah. And, you were on it today, um, man. You, you just came in ready. Like, I'm rolling, right? You charged straight into it. To be fair, I, I was a dentist today. So, yeah, so you know, it's, really, that it's is, an off that day. Is, that is terrifying to me. Um, but in 2002, a Shadow Man, the second coming, came out on this day. Uh, oh, wow. Have you ever played that? Have no. you ever played Shadow Man 1? I, I it seemed I, like it got pretty decent reviews back then. I think I played Shadow Man. I think I played a little bit of Shadow Man. Oh, it was N64, right? Uh, yeah, but this one is on PlayStation 2. But I think yeah, Shadow Man was on the... And 64 and PlayStation 1, I believe. Yeah, that would make sense. No, I'm not, I'm not a big old... as well, because I was back then, I was still only a PC kitty. It's a third-person shooter, right? Yes. No, I don't think I played a lot of Shadow Man. I'm not familiar sure. with Shadow Man. I haven't played a lot of Shadow Man. Do you like Bunny Girls? I mean, is that a rhetorical question? No, it's a title of a game that was released on this day in history. Really? Yes. For, for what? So I have this website where I just Google what games come out on this yeah. day. Yeah. And uh, this one is on PC. It's a hentai game. I strongly encourage all of our listeners not to search for it. What, uh, I essentially just included it because I wanted to ask you if you like Bunny Girls and see how you react. What year did it come out, though? What? What year did it come out? Uh, 2003, I believe. 2003? I think so. That's, that might be... I forgot to put my list on my phone because I'm on it today. So I'm trying to remember this <laughs> from the top of my head. That's the one you can remember, huh? You can remember yeah, Shadow Man. I remember all three games. You, Shadow Man and Dealer. Okay. Is there's there an 2D. actual game for the other one? Uh, there's another game that I have zero recollection of and nothing ever happens. 
because on March 5th, uh, mm -hmm. 2013, yeah. uh, SimCity came out on PC. The first SimCity? No, the last SimCity. Oh. Uh, that I have zero career collection of. Of course, you're, you're a SimCity amnesiac. Yes, it was also probably the worst, well, the second worst day of my career because I got laid off once. Okay. It ranks up there. It's, ranks it up was there. not a great day. That's why I remember none of it. So this is the but day. It was great. After months of convincing them that they needed to let uh, players use smaller maps and that no one wanted to build a sprawling city, they just wanted to build a tiny, tiny map. You sat back and watched the reviews, and then you were like, Ugh. "Oh no, no, I had nothing to do." Back then, I was a community manager. I had nothing to do with the game itself. Oh. Uh. Anyways, yeah. Since nothing happened there, let's nothing move on. happened. Believe me, nothing happened there. It was only the what death of that company. No, they lived on a little bit longer. They were. Did they put anything a, else out? Well, a, a bevy of Sims content, I assume. Love that Sims content. I think Need like that a, Sims was it called SimCity Built It or something like a mobile game? <sighs> and they worked on a prototype for a Star Wars city building game. Oh yeah. At Max's Emeryville before it was. Could do down. that. They, they they need to get more creative if they're going to do a Star Wars city building game. It can't just be templates. Like I want to be able to build Coruscant up into a cloud city, get into the clouds. Coruscant is already pretty tall. Well, then why the fuck aren't there clouds? There are probably clouds. Are there clouds? Find me yes. clouds on Coruscant. That's the thing. It's the city planet, right? Because every planet planet in Star Wars has to have one fucking central theme. You know, just like real world. Just like the toothpaste planet or the, the planet that makes the crackers that everyone in the galaxy eats. Like they, That's the city planet, that's right? But it doesn't have skyscrapers on the city planet that go over the clouds, does it not? It doesn't seem like it does because I've never seen that. And I've, you know, if I've seen part of the city, I've seen the whole planet, right? Look, Answer I, me this, I Marcel. think at this point, I think your your unreasonable hatred yeah. for Star Wars. I don't have a well hatred for Star Wars. Well, I do not have a hatred it. for Star Wars. Why do you keep talking about it? I don't have a hatred for Star Wars. Do you love it? No. So you hate it? No. Yes, that, that's, how, oh, that's how it goes. Whatever. Them's the rules. Yeah. I didn't make them. I, yeah. And only a Sith lives by extremes. The, uh, the only thing you did was sat by and not notice a 50s diner in Coruscant. God damn it. What are we talking about today, Marcel? I mean, before we talk about something, uh, just for a second, do you appreciate the fact that in this week, yeah, on the same day, yeah, there was a demo for Final Fantasy VII Remake, yeah, and three new gameplay videos of an all-new Half-Life game released on the same day. Did you ever think that something like that could happen? It's it's a blast like, from the past. If you go back like ten years ago, like five years ago, I, I mean, maybe ten years ago, you'd be like, yeah, I, you know, they're I mean, they're gonna that, do this. Ten years ago, you would have said, yeah, that's gonna be more Half Life, but like Final Fantasy Seven, nah. No, I know. Wait, when did they? Because the 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 worst part about Final Fantasy Seven is the extended Final Fantasy Seven universe, much like Star Wars. Um, no, the extended universe is greater. Is there's bits and pieces in the Star Wars extended. A decanonized universe that yeah. were much better than some of the movies. I know, I Thanks know, I know you love horse Jedi. That's what? not what I'm talking about. The Jedi that's just a horse. There was actually, did you know, there was a a, a hut Jedi. So like a fat slug Jedi that was well, he got he like a little tiny fell to the dark side. A little tiny lightsaber in his little tiny T Rex hands. Presumably, the things you like I are think bad. You must have a lightsaber as a I Jedi. Just want you to know that. Okay. All right. Um, no, I would not have imagined that. I, I mean, they, they did they did go hard on Final Fantasy VII for a, a while, right? Like it was like you had what was it, uh, Crisis Core? You had there was the the Vincent Valentine the fucking shooter. Vincent Valentine shooter, uh, Dirge of Cerberus. Yeah, yeah there was uh, Advent uh, Children. 
Ad, yeah, I still stand Advent Children a little bit. And then and then Cloud would show up in everything. Cloud was in FF Tactics. He was in Air Air Guys, Lord of the Rings, Lord Lords of the Ring. Did you just have a stroke again? No, that's an actual game. Air Guys, the the the, uh, the SquareSoft fighting game, the 3D fighter. Tifa and Cloud were in it. Air Guides. And Air Guides. Yeah, maybe if you use if you speak German words like a German person, no. people would understand. No, I, that's actually Which interesting for our non-German audiences. Air Guides means ambition. That's that. See, I did not know that. Um, how the fuck? How long have you lived in Germany? Exactly, but that that just goes to show you. I mean, you. I appreciate that somebody like you would not know about ambition. Oh snap! I oh, went God. there. Oh wow! But still, you should have known that. No, I'm saying like, how interesting is that? That I've lived in Germany for over a decade, and Air Guides has never come up in a conversation. We've talked about this before on the Busty. podcast with Busty. No, uh, on the balcony. He should have corrected me. He didn't correct me about my favorite uh, schmup Einhander. Einhander, yeah. Yeah, which Einhander, just yeah. means you know, like single-hander. No, yeah, yes. I, I don't, oh, you're telling the audience. Yes. Yeah. So, so Cloud would show up. It's an educational program, though. Yes, yeah, very educational. Cloud would show up in a ton of shit. They, they really, they went pretty hard on the Final Fantasy VII thing. So, Final Fantasy VII and Cloud are also great segues into today's topic because I am the master of segueing. Yeah, you segue a lot. I'm a, I'm a segwayista. You should watch your segwayt. Um, we want to talk about game reveals hmm. and some good ones, some not so great beloved ones, and you know what what we think makes for a great game reveal. This is cool. This is like the the the, the last three weeks. Just these little fireside chats have been uh, interesting for me because they're kind of marketing focused. You know, like that's leaks. so weird. You mean like whenever I pick a topic, it's yeah, marketing. This is marketing focus. Yeah, and hype and hype. Yeah, people love hype. Leaks and hype. Um, but yeah, no, it's actually been interesting to me. So, so to keep the like, is this the return of the Jedi of marketing topics? Did you know I was once trapped in a in a cave for two weeks and I just sustained myself on hype for video games? I uh, yes, I I know you can do that. You you just get a drip feed of pure hype, like a like a hamster with those inverted water bottles where you yeah, just yeah. kind of like nibbling at the at the end. Just like, like screenshot, please, <laughs> please, sir. May I have some hype? So this is your this is the start of that. For you, right? The game reveal is very important. Yeah, I mean, yeah, both as a as a fan and also obviously somebody marketing. Because we were, we last week that we talked about was it last week that we talked yeah. about leaks. Yes, was it two weeks ago? Yes, it was the actual episode thirty-two. Very good. Yeah. See, uh, segueing again. It's, it's magic. Um, we talked about you know that um, about the control, right? Like the, mm-hmm. for, for, especially for a game reveal, it's something really that you want to tightly control. Make sure that the first time people see your game, it's under the perfect conditions that. That the dev team and the marketing team envisioned, you know, how how your game should be seen for the first time, not some blurry off-screen pictures taken on the Montreal subway. Y- yes, over somebody's shoulder. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I mean, as we just mentioned, I think Final Fantasy VII. It was safe to say when that was announced, that was a big deal for a lot of people. The rem- uh, remake. Yeah, it was the E3 of dreams that people called because that was it, it, Final Fantasy VII was announced. Yeah. Um, the Last Guardian came back. From wherever it where it's spent yeah. the last ten years, mm-hmm. probably getting like its fur, like it has its fur feathers. It was it was in the Ico dungeon. I, I wouldn't know about that, and of course, also Shenmue Three was announced. Thank God on stage where they were like, "Hey, we're on stage at E3. Also, please pay us money on Kickstarter." Gonna need that Kickstarter. That really that brought me the wrong way. That was, I didn't appreciate it. A lot of stuff. I mean, even even uh, Platinum's uh, recent dealy kind of. Kind of struck a chord with me. They're like, "Hey guys, we're, we're teaming up with Tencent, the most 
infamous, I guess, at this point. Publisher, money slinger, cash daddy of the video game industry. They are the cash daddy of everybody. Is right. You know, they own a little piece of everything. So it's like we've got the power behind us. Also, could you please give us like 50 bucks on Kickstarter to play that one game? We wanted to port Wonderful 101. Like, I'm just... It's that that was weird. Kickstarter has. I mean, done like especially. Stuff. I mean, I, I, I mean that is not a Kickstarter, right? That's that's a pre-order. Like considering the game is almost out right after Kickstarter ends. You got no, pre-order they, on paying, Kickstarter though. They're not paying for. Yeah, no, I'm just saying like that. They're not, the people are not paying for that game for that port to be developed. Right. Yeah. Because it's, it's just like down. the port is essentially done. It's like, hey, buy please directly from us. Even though I don't know what the Kickstarter fees are these days, is it also thirty percent? I, I, I want to say I, I don't because it feels like you know, source, like, selling, 30, like yeah. selling it digitally, you're, you're not going to make any less right than you would do via Kickstarter. They but, should just put it out, but I don't know. I thought Kickstarter had different like um, like port goals or whatever. I guess like with versions, they're going to put it on a on a phone. They're going to go full Todd, yeah, put yeah. it on anything with a screen. Full Todd, hey, um, should we talk about that? We can talk about it. So, so I mean, for you, so like, uh, the, are you the reveal of Fallout seventy six? How do we feel about that? The reveal of Fallout seventy six. How did the reveal go? When, when during the reveal did players know that it was an MMO? Was it during the actual thing, or was it during like the no, speech people after? Knew, people knew before that. Yeah. Um, uh, before it, it was announced there were some leaks about like a new. No, I think like what happened. Leaks. They teased a new. They teased a new Fallout game. Yeah. And people got hype. Mm-hmm. And then infamous delayer of games and writer of books, Jason Schreier. Yeah. Said like, hey, people, before you get too excited, just be aware this is not the next big Fallout. It's a multiplayer spinoff. And then, as always happens, whenever Jason Schreier says something, a ton of people on the internet called him a filthy liar. Yeah. Because clearly, Todd would not do that. No, Todd he would, would never lie to us. a multiplayer game. And then it was announced, and Todd was there, and he looked handsome with his hair and his leather jacket. What the fuck? And he talked for a long time, and people started re- started to sue. It dawned realize, on them that the doors were actually, locked. This is actually a single player, game, sorry, a multiplayer game, and there's no NPCs, yeah. and there's. Uh, you know, there's crafting and survival. Man, I I mean, doesn't that kind of like, I don't know, I, I don't know. It, it seventy six is such a weird animal to me because I, I do I always like to applaud um, devs for trying new things, and I, I think uh, I think it's an interesting way to take that. Um, if you're gonna do it, I think you do it there. I mean, especially because they've done they've done uh, Lord of the Rings online for a while, right? Before they, uh, before Elder they, Scrolls yeah. online? that's what I meant. Lord of the Rings Online, Jesus, I had a little stroke there. Um, I mean, some people would say that Todd is the talking of video games. Yeah, one person I know sitting. I'm sitting across from. So uh, they they done they done MMOs before, you know. Yes, and actually, it's but by now or by the time seventy six came around, it was a very well received. Like it's it's won several. Awards for best MMO, like for, voted by the community or so. So it's, um, it's a weird touch moment because, like, even if you look at Jason Schreier's announcement, right? What did he say? He was like, "Hey, before you get excited." So he knew. He definitely knew. I mean, I think a lot of a lot of people uh, got weird on seventy six for the wrong reasons, and they celebrate Bethesda's involvement in Fallout for the wrong reasons. But uh, that announcement, yeah, I mean, they've got they've got a few. Uh, quality announcements, right? Um, I mean, like, I think most of their stuff, like previous announcements, were well rec- well received. But like the Fallout, I think is like really one of those tricky, tricky things that like if if we look at the 
the most reviled or controversial yeah. game reveals of the last couple of years. Yeah. There is a running theme through them. Because I would Bethesda. say it's Fallout. It's, no, it's not Bethesda. Ah. I would say it's Fallout 76 is one of them. That's yeah, pretty, yeah. definitely controversial. Yeah. You gotta and say there, it. There's the elephant in the room. You have there's, to say uh, There's Diablo Immortal. Um, and there is Artifact. And what all of them have in common, like, all these are spin-offs of, of beloved brands, right? Sure. So Fallout, uh, yeah, it's the same world and everything, mm-hmm. but it, it plays... Kind of different. People, uh, people. I think people who play Elder Scrolls might have been more interested in. I mean, because there's precedent for that, right? Like Daggerfall was was all of all of Tamriel, right? You know, there's there's a lot of worlds and settings that you can draw from that you probably weren't going to get. I, I think I think the Elder Scrolls is suited a little bit better to a MMO than what people you know, would associate. I love when you use words like Tamriel. Tamriel. I used to know the names of the moons too. The big ones, Mundus and Secunda. Fun fact: my uh, girl, uh, my fiance, very good, get angry at me when uh, that uh, the other day, allegedly in the last episode at some point I said that I loved you, yeah, and she was disappointed. She's gonna have to learn the truth at some point. But yeah, I still, I still love when you say words like Tamriel. This love is pure. pure so yeah, as but how, how would you how would you go about doing something like this? So put yourselves for once yeah. in in the in the shoes of younger Richard when you still work in marketing. Yeah, your job is to announce <laughs> what a, what a, what a, a spin-off of a beloved, popular core gaming brand mm-hmm. that is very different from what your core audience wants or normally plays. Yeah. How would you go about revealing something like I that? I think step one is most of my stuff is in a cardboard box already. So like yeah. I'm running straight out the door. I, I mean, there's got to be, there's got to be a, a bit of a, a, a knowledge. I mean, for, for 76, you can't really, you can't really do a lot of this different. I think the immortal thing was a different circumstance because they pushed, uh, like it was supposed to be a nice little addition on the coattails of Diablo 4, right? Like, I was like, hey, we're immortal? Yeah. You mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, we're, here's your big, amazing trailer, and that is a really good trailer, you know? We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna do it right. And then, hey, also, if you do happen to have phones, um, then you announce Immortal. I mean, that's the problem because they sell tickets to that shit, right? That was BlizzCon announced, right? That was BlizzCon. Yeah, so it's like people are paying 200 bucks. You got to announce something. You know they're going to... So you, you just got to well, take it. To be it. fair, like, uh, they also at the same show announced uh, Warcraft 3 Reforged. Yeah, but that... Back the announcement... That, that looked, yeah, that the announcement was great. So, I mean, like, the, the thing is, as as from, from a dev perspective, right, you never... Your audience is important, and uh, and their feedback is important. But I would never encourage a team to make decisions about the games they're making, or the games that they're going to, or, or the way they talk about games based on a potential audience reaction. Especially now with with volatility the way it is, and the way uh, the, the 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 internet is pretty much like a uh, like a Roman forum. You know, it's like a, somebody just thumbs up or thumbs down, and then the whole crowd just kind of goes bloodthirsty. Like you can't be like, oh, look, look, we've decided to make this this thing. It's new, um, and we're not going to get up on stage and talk about it like we're ashamed of it, or even address the idea that people might not like it. I mean, sometimes you take that hit, like, and Todd Howard, bless him, can take that fucking hit. The Diablo guys, they got a full on beating. I I felt real bad for them, even during. I mean, yeah, yeah I felt really bad for the guys standing on stage because you felt you felt like at the start, like when he talked about Diablo Immortal during the. The opening ceremony, like, you know, he was very, very self-assured, you know, yeah. just very calm the way he talked about it. Sure. And then 
after the trailer and there was almost no reaction like he started stuttering and like being markedly notably he nervous. stuttered a lot less I guarantee he stuttered a lot less than I would have and, and I've done a little I mean, bit of public our, speaking our, our viewers know that you're quite stuttering I stutter a little bit but I mean like if I have a prepared speech I do okay but I mean I'm, like that is that is a beating and it really it really wasn't on them like like Immortal is, is the tamest of the, the reveal faux pas for me here like where it's like poorly received stuff or, or how it is I think that that's that was just supposed to be a, a side pro- Is it even out yet? It's not. And it I mean, has, it's, even the testing hasn't started yet. That was supposed to start sometime last year. Yeah, that's also a weird move. They, they, that that whole thing is weird. Um, for Fallout, for Fallout, I, I don't know if I would have done any any. I, I, it's hard for me to stand up there and say I would have done something different. What, what I think what they what what was done smartly about the Fallout seventy six because yeah. obviously they knew you know that some people from the core audience would be very critical. Mm-hmm. Um, they did the thing that you just mentioned that Blizzard should have done with Diablo Immortal. Like at the same show, um, before I think it was before they showed I think, Fallout I it was 76. After. Was it after? Yeah. But it was at the same show. The 6th reveal? They showed, yeah, they showed a teaser trailer for Starfield and they yeah. showed a teaser trailer for The Elder Scrolls 6. So they said like, hey, um, the core team that made like all the single player RPGs you love. They're is, doing that. Is, yeah. is working on already on two big mm-hmm. single player RPGs that you're going to love. Here's a short teaser for them, but also a different studio, a different team is yeah. working on something a little bit different. And here's Todd Howard to talk about it in his letter jacket. Even though, uh, since we're since we're, we're being uh, on the topic of game reveals, those are probably my least favorite type of game reveal. Just a teaser, and nothing else. Did you show me a fucking title. How how do you how hyped are you for Metroid Prime Four then? I, yeah, you know there there are ones that I like. Don't get me wrong. It's just like I think I think there was just a logo, right? There was nothing. There was just like a, a logo on a PowerPoint slide. It's just like here's here's Metroid Prime Four. Please be excited. Please be excited. Also, we're gonna do that over because whoever was making it was really fucking it up. Um, allegedly. Allegedly, so they say. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's the it's the logo treatment on that stuff. It's like yeah, okay, Bethesda, you're working on working on an Elder Scrolls game, huh? That's. Well, I, I think like it, it was more than that. Like they showed a little bit of teaser, and it was quite interesting. Like how what did they what show? You can it was do just with the, stuff the like force, that, like, right? like how people latch onto that. Like yeah. uh, I remember reading a, a that I found quite interesting and entertaining article on Eurogamer mm-hmm. where they compared like the trailer to to maps of Tamriel, and they thought they figured out where it was going to set. Yeah. So stuff like that. So and you know, I, but obviously you can do that with when when you have that kind of like rabbit established fan base. You know who sure. who knows your lore and everything. I think then even like small teaser trailers, if you put some 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 you know fodder in there for like the rabbit masses of fans, that can work. I that did. Can, I, I did try to find one because I I, I I was actively conscious of this when I was looking at kind of game reveals because you know I, I don't super follow uh, the the show scene. I just kind of you either ping me trailers. Or I just watch. I, I get on all games Delta the next morning. You should I'm like, eat oh, there, some more hype. Like, I need, I Hype's I, good for you. I can't eat that hype. Look I'm, at me. I'm healthy. I'm a healthy specimen. I'm hype toast intolerant. <laughs> okay, that's 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 tragic. I, I did I find one. The, the the one that I did like like that is. I, I think I think the general rule of thumb for me is the less you show uh, of an established franchise, you can kind of you can kind of get away with it, as you see with like a Elder Scrolls. Like all those people need to know is that you know somebody's in a room making Elder Scrolls. Uh, Starfield's a little more um, perplexing to me because, like, what the fuck do we know about it? But uh, I did the one that I liked from I, what was it last year, two years ago, was Bayonetta three. I liked that reveal. I 
just admit I don't remember it. I remember like people on my timeline being way excited for it. It's the same thing. I mean, I I, I get I, it. I, I can't remember what they showed. Bayonetta is probably one of the finest uh, character action games ever made. You know, easy. Um, and now that I have a Switch, I can play the the damn sequel. But um, three's announcement was yeah, it was it was a really like maybe 20, 30 seconds of her like CGI fighting something, and then and then logo. So like sometimes it works. I, I, maybe maybe it's just about uh, about your kind of brand alliance. But like I, I tend to favor reveals that are going to show like a gameplay reveal would be where I that that's where the hype actually sinks in for me. Where um, where I feel like oh man my fingers my fingers are itching to get to get a get a controller get that in my hand. That's I know it's um, sometimes for impossible to fathom reasons. Mm-hmm. I am given access to uh, impressionable minds to talk about stuff. Wait, really? So last year I I did a a guest lecture ah. at a uh, at a college mm-hmm. about uh, marketing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, about brand marketing specifically. And I picked a few different trailers that I thought like you know to show like different approaches that you can take to. Oh, that's right. I gave you a bunch of shit for the trailers you picked, right? Did you? I think so. Could be. But then yeah. again, the fuck do you know about marketing? Sure. And um, for example, one that I that I picked that I think, uh, you know, is like is kind of like the opposite to what we just talked about. You know, we just talked about like CGI that barely shows anything. Mm-hmm. And I think like a really really well done. And I hope that that I'm using this example is going to be reflected in my next uh, paycheck. Mm-hmm. Is the one from uh, Assassin's Creed Unity? Yeah. Because that trailer, um, leaving aside the fact that like you know all the Assassin's Creed CGI trailers are always like fantastic quality. Like, you know, just like from, from the, the visual quality mm. is, I think it did a really good job just selling the fantasy immediately because you see four assassins yeah. running through um, on, on, the, on the eve, on the brink of the French Revolution Paris. Uh, they participate like in the storming of the Bastille. And I think, you know, that immediately sold like all of the, what is this about? You participated Where in one of I? the most yeah. iconic, you know, moments in human history, at least for me, I think like in German high school once a year you talk at least about the french revolution in history courses so you yeah. know it's, it's something that com- comes have up you ever stormed the bastille yourself well in assassin's creed unity i have okay um, um so i think that was that's a great example for, it's it's just cgi it doesn't show like you know it's not real in but get, getting getting but the idea across everything in CGI. about the fantasy of this game get, getting getting the idea of what your gameplay is going to be across in cgi is, is also a pretty good accomplishment like i think that's kind of neat where you know, if, if if to you they were able to convey that it's going to be multiplayer, uh, the setting is 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 like this. Here's some of the you know because I mean Assassin's Creed by that time was you kind of know it's, what you're getting well into. Established, yeah. Yes, you know, so, so that, really, I think can, the, the big question I think back and that was before they turned to the to the current RPG stuff. Uh, back then, I think really the big question for an Assassin's Creed was always what is the setting, what is this, you know, yeah. what is the time period, right? And right. that I think just by you know participating in the storming of the Bastille, I think that was very powerfully conveyed. Uh, in that. Which which fucking pop song did they turn really sad? Like, I think it was I think it was a song that was just by itself like that. I don't think it was a cover of something that was made slower or sadder. Really, I can't remember what it was, but I liked it. I'm gonna find out. You keep going. But um, expect yeah. a tangent on this. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think like definitely uh, one of the common themes we see in less well-received game reveals is if it's just not the thing that people expect, 
Like I remember seeing the video that somebody filmed at the International. When Dude, they... what? It's a Lord remake of Everybody Wants to Rule the World. How the fuck did you not think this was a... Wait, that's Lord? Yeah. I didn't know that. How can you not tell? I thought I thought Lord Lord was was uh, uh, was was Stan Stat and so It yeah, might as well be. Everybody wants to rule the. One of these days, this shit out, right? One of these days, no, it stays. One of these days, we're doing a trailer episode, and I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna come down on this practice. Anyways, I love the trailer. I know. And so yeah, but uh, as so I said, like one of the most common threads running through disappointing game reveals is yeah. it is it's a known quantity and it's not what people expect. But there's other things that can you know. I remember Ooh. when and I'm, I I can't believe that I would ever blaspheme the the Lord and Savior Destiny's name for something negative. Yeah, I remember when Destiny was first shown, uh, there was a lot of like what the fuck, this is it? Because I think they flew out a lot of press <laughs> to to. Um, to uh, Seattle and of course you know like back then there was like it, it was a huge thing right it was like Halo at that time was still ruling the world so to speak it was one of the premier video game franchises still almost like is. a cultural phenomenon yeah and it was really hey here's a new franchise from the creators of Halo mm-hmm. from the publisher of Call of Duty it's the first thing they're gonna do all new after a decade it's it's the first new thing after being independent and there was obviously a huge interest from press so they flew them all out and i think what happened if i recall it correctly was that i think it was pete parsons back then i don't know like the or, uh, ryan like whoever like you know the, the the boss gave them like a long speech about like all their ambitions and dreams and visions yeah and they showed him some concept art yeah and i think that was more or less it Ooh. And I mean, the actual the real the gameplay reveal I think happened at E3 later. Okay, yeah, but that, so that's that's. But also, imagine that, like you fly out to Seattle, you're like, man, I'm gonna see the next thing from Bungie. It's gonna be fucking yeah. good. And then there's like this guy talking, which you know, like is is a common theme, of course, with Bungie. Like if you look at like the weekly updates, like all their their video document, the VDocs, yeah, it's always a lot of people talk about ambitions and visions and dreams. That's you have to in that business. I mean, this this is actually a pretty cool tie-in to what you're talking about with controlling the message, because I mean, that's not strictly a a. It's not a gameplay reveal, obviously, but I mean, they, they knew that they were going to fly out press for an event and the press was going to write about this. And did they even give them the concept art or was it just like, yo, I'm sure they had to give them some screens uh, on something, uh, right? To be fair, a lot of the concept art had leaked previously. Like there was a leak of a marketing <laughs> deck. And I remember seeing that stuff and that I got super hyped because um, the first Because that's who you are. That they showed, it was like, it was, I think, even more leaning into like that that Space Knight fantasy than that mm. Destiny later actually did. Yeah. Because I think like a lot of, of Destiny now, the Guardians and everything, it feels like a little bit like a more like Wild West Frontier stuff. I mean, the, the, the Hunters really, yeah, like Cade, that whole Cade's whole thing was. was yeah, yeah, but like the, the first artworks, like it was very much like, you know, guys like in, in Knights armor in space. So and it looked yeah. really cool. So all of that had leaked. Uh, like the concept art and like people had a general idea and obviously you know, then you go to Seattle and you're like expecting I'm going to see like some real stuff now and then yeah. essentially just talk a little bit more about it and, so and I think that was a very weird way do to you remember it. how how a lot of those because I mean all those press go back and they all write articles and they talk about yeah, oh, I saw Destiny how, how are those written? I think it was a lot of you know it's it was very light on details yeah uh, it was very. I think even like later on when they showed the first gameplay, like people were still very fuzzy on this whole idea because they, they talked about you know, like a, a MMO esque thing or something. Mm-hmm. And of course, coming from you know PC stuff like World of Warcraft or whatever, people have a certain preconception of what an MMO is, which Destiny is not to this day. Mm-hmm. 
So I think really for a lot of people it was like, so they're talking about this vision, but like we have a really hard time imagining what yeah. that looks like as an actual game or in the game because they didn't show stuff, etc. So that really seemed like a bit of a, again, like, you know, controlling the message. Yeah, it seemed exactly, like yeah. they, they, they fumbled the football to use your language. <laughs> yeah, it's the um, language of my people. With, the, uh, uh, with that reveal. Because, you know, it feels like yeah. that could have been... A, a, you know, a, a absolute surefire hits. That's the thing. I mean, the, when you when you reveal, you're chasing that moment, and hopefully, you're doing it at a place where people, you, you know, because like I think even more as as uh, as as recorded as everything is. I mean, that was back in the day when you still had that kind of press thing. But like, you're chasing that moment where people see the, your game for the first time and they they flip out. You know, hmm. like they have a they have a strong reaction, and you're not going to have a strong reaction to. I mean, the the press is 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 not malicious in this uh, in this instance, right? Because they they can only write so much. They can only use the assets that they have. I mean, we talked about this a little bit back in the day when when we were talking about leaks and stuff. Like, if you don't give them any fresh art and you don't give them any fresh gameplay, there's only so much the most positive article can convey, you know? So it's like the first time people are officially hearing from sources that they can trust, right? Not leaks, not rumors, not uh, forum talk and all that stuff. The first time they can hear that from from uh, from the press is just kind of like, ah, yeah, man, I hope it's cool. Hmm. That does not inspire that that gaspy moment, which yeah. I think the the one that I remember being the the most freaking outish in recent dish history was uh, was Starcraft two. Yes, that was. I mean, but th- that was like uh, it, the the uh, the definition of a home run because no, just like a slam dunk. You mean like this is easy? It, yes, it was. It was revealed in South Korea. Yeah. At uh, the uh, Blizzard, back then, like there was no BlizzCon, I think it was called, was there? No, it was two separate events. It was called the uh, Worldwide Invitational. It was the, like the, the World Championship or like the yeah. finals of like Blizzard Esports. Yeah. And of course, so, like if you're at the Blizz- at the final of StarCraft Esports in Korea, mm-hmm. which that is a, a bona fide um, cultural phenomenon, like to this day, like, you know, StarCraft is huge as Esports over there. Um, to have that audience and you know reveal StarCraft to them, I think that was you know like it, it seems almost impossible to fumble that. But even then, I think like the trailer they did because what it did like they first had like a CGI trailer which was just um, uh, a character like Tychus finally a, a space marine getting you know he steps into a chamber and gets dressed up and then like the machine puts the, the space marine armor on it. Yeah. And then you have that iconic that is still a a gift that you see frequently. Where he just likes, you know, a camera zooms up and uh, goes up on his face with his cigar, and he's like, "Hell, it's about time." Yeah. Visor slides down. Starcraft. Good Jim Rayner, like by the, the way. People going crazy. It's yeah. it's not Jim Rayner. It's Tychus Friendly. Which one's Jim Rayner? Jim Rayner is the good guy. Was Ty- Does he not? Does Jim Rayner not have a fucking cigar? Yes, but it's not this character. It's a different character. They just every every marine in Starcraft too. Jim Rayner is not a marine. Hold, hold the a, fucking he's a space sheriff, man. Hold the fucking phone, okay? I've played the Heroes of the Storm, which is probably the the closest I've come to actually getting into StarCraft. I played StarCraft Coast. Did you play it? Yes. You ended up playing it? Well, oh, not not the leak thing. No, I played it back in the day at any event. Oh yeah. Um you've talked about this before and it's sad that you're repeating it. Um But you forgot about it, so I have to. I try to. I oh, actively nice. try to. Nice. Jim Rayner is in Heroes of the Storm. He is, and so is Tychus Friendly. Yeah, yeah, but he's got the armor on. Yes. He's got a cigar. Yeah, I don't know what you're aiming for right now. Well, are they the same fucking person? No, it's different characters. Who fucking thought you of this? You were the army, weren't you? Was there more than one person in your platoon who would occasionally smoke? I mean, not as cool as me, though. 
So see, are you the same person as the uh, other? Smokers? They all wanted to be me. Is that what you're saying? That that I guess Brad Brad Bry, Bradley Fintley. Yep, wants to be just like Jim Rayner. Don't we all? This is fucking ridiculous. Okay, never mind. I canceled my whole thing about that. So okay, so 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 to get back on track, the the important yeah. thing, the cool thing about the Starcraft reveal and what yeah. I, what I've been seeing a lot is like, you you, you want that moment of just deafening, you know, reveal silence. That's going to be the easiest thing to hype. I mean, and that is really the fucking weird thing. Like, uh, So I've asked people on Twitter like, in, in the run of this episode, like, hey, what are some of your favorite reveals, most memorable ones? Mm-hmm. And there were tons of mentions of Blizzard stuff. Yeah. Uh, people mentioned, you know, the, the reveal also of StarCraft Remaster, which also happened, of course, in South Korea. People went mad. Mm-hmm. Um, the What I vividly remember, the uh, announcement of, uh, of Overwatch, mm-hmm. because the guy was crying on stage actually, because he said like it's the first time he's revealing a new IP after 15 years, and like hey, it hey, means hey. a ton to him. Some of the best games, yes, being made featured people crying on stage at E3. Okay, I'm Do just they? gonna just gonna say that. I'm just gonna leave that there. What else is there? No, there's there's games out there. Can't think of anything. Okay. So uh, yeah, I, I remember that like because I think again it, it was that combination of what Blizzard usually does first a CGI trailer and then gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um. There is what was what I quite like the reveal of Diablo 3, which was in in Paris at the following year, the, the after StarCraft 2 at the Worldwide Invitational, where they just you know like revealed what it was before showing all the trailers by having a guy walk on stage with a guitar and just strumming the the music from Tristram from Diablo 2, and mm-hmm. the crowd already went nuts. So like. If you look at all of this, and I personally, I remember like a very hype moment when the um, Legion expansion for World of Warcraft was released because yeah. I was there. Uh, it was revealed at Gamescom at the stage, and like you had thousands of people in the Gamescom hall, and they all went nuts when they saw Illidan. So you, know, you you see all of that. You you see that almost every one of their announcements, Blizzard absolutely nailed, mm-hmm. which makes like the, the the Diablo Immortal all the more baffling. Because, you know, this is not a company that, that doesn't know how to cater to fans. Every single one of their announcements up till then, they 100% nailed. They exactly gave people what they wanted. So that, that makes it so super weird. Like, how does it suddenly happen? I think any time Blizzard uses, they shake the bottle and they pour the, the pure magic that is the Blizzard cinematic team out, it's doing gangbusters. I mean, those are, like, every one of those games has a memorable set or, or series of trailers. Yes. You know, I mean, I think Diablo was, was kind of blowing the doors off of cinematics back in the day. A lot of those games were, you know. And it was still, you know, the Diablo 4 reveal. The was Diablo Reward, yeah, that trailer is amazing. Those guys are great. Um, when they don't do that. But Diablo Mortal had a CG trailer, didn't it? I, I thought it was just gameplay. I thought it was had a CG. You better Can't look it remember. up. I mean, the thing is, is, like, was, um, is, is, is also. Um, when when you are perfect every time, people expect perfection and like the things. Tell me about it. No, nah, I don't think you have to worry about that problem. I was just really trying to educate you. Okay. Um, <laughs> so it's like it's like when when a company like Blizzard fumbles, they fumble in a big way because nobody's used to it, and they they catch a lot more shit than I think a lot of other people do. That's I mean, true. yeah, like uh, like uh, Reforged, they were they were catching shit on that where they that that was also something they could have easily. I think more easily avoided. True, true. Maybe was, they could have just talked yeah, about it. There was even different. Yeah. So I mean, I, I, I think, uh, I think, I think they catch, they catch shit because yeah, they, people know them to be really good, and they hope that it's not, not really good anymore. You know what I find terrible? Hmm. Like, and I, I'm not one normally who put a to put a whole country on blast. Yeah. 
But I think by and large, Japan can be terrible when it comes to announcing stuff. They can like they, they, they whole terrible like put up a teaser web like a countdown website like yeah. they still do to this day like people did twenty years ago. Yeah. And I think like the worst one are like the Atlas with Persona. Like what is the the the, the one that came out recently? Persona what? Uh, Super Switch Battlers. Something like that. Yeah. Switch Switch Steel. So like Switch. they they did like a a countdown website for that, and then the countdown ended, and then they had a logo in the next countdown website or something. That's fucking terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> the only thing that's more terrible than that is whatever the fuck is happening with the next Batman game. What? Oh God! Oh God! So many. Remember that? Like so they, many. They, they, uh, they, they did that whole logo tease. Yeah. In September or October or something. The problem and with it that still hasn't been revealed. The problem with that is like that logo tease was so fucking. It was instantly decoded. You know, they're like. It was a quarter of owls. Yeah, it was, like, oh, it was a quarter owls. I know what you're doing. And then like, even if you're not like, I don't get what what whoever was thinking there because it's like, wow, I'm so intrigued. What is this going to be, Google? Oh, it's quarter owls because everybody knows it's fucking quarter owls. Like Which, by the way, I read seconds. that recently. It's, it's a great story. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 I'm not worried about the quality of of, of, of Rocksteady doing Batman. That's right? not Rocksteady's game. Uh, it's, oh, wait, what are they doing now? It's Montreal. Rocksteady's allegedly doing... Allegedly. Uh, some say something Suicide Squad, but I don't know. Oi. Um, Oi. Oi. Might, hey, look. Tim Gunn just finished. Maybe it's going to be the, the new thing. Uh, but, um, but, but, yeah, like, I think... I have a, I have a, I take a personal issue with a lot of teasers because it's either like any, anytime there's a teaser for something that hasn't, that doesn't exist, it's like, fuck you. It's a little pretentious. I mean, I know what happens. Uh, I'm talking personally. Uh, I forget what game got teased. There was a game that, uh, that I'd never heard of and the people were doing like, guess this character. It's like, it's a new fucking character. That was your whole, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, that, what are you doing? it's obviously, yeah, like some of the things that we just talked about, like with teasing or so, they require a certain, you gotta know what you're getting uh, into. Like, I mean, that is one of the reasons why why teasers, I think, and like um, stuff like viral games, etc., are so popular in video games. Yeah, because uh, the 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 fan obviously gets very much attached to it because it's an interactive medium. You can spend yeah, a lot of time. I definitely know one fan who got very much attached to it. Who? What are you talking about? The Bioware stuff? Uh, I guess. I I don't know, man. Like they they came out and they were just like, ah, here's a fucking drawing that I made. Took me a couple days. Anyway, Dragon Age 4, give me your fucking money. I'll do that ASA Marsto. Give me your give me your fucking money. Uh, I, I, my money's right here. I'm Bioware. Give me your goddamn money. But yeah, I think like obviously one of the reasons why pe- why why all that stuff works so well in video games is because people are very invested. But as you say, like if, if it's a completely new IP, how the fuck are people supposed to be invested yet if they don't know what it is? So yeah, sometimes stuff like that can get a little bit weird when people tease something like that or of course you know if it's um, also sometimes it feels a little bit tragic when people do teases and stuff like that for maybe less beloved brands or you know less beloved characters where they act like you know it's this iconic great character and people are like it's Bubsy nobody gives yeah for example <laughs> poor Bubsy I've never played a Bubsy game were they good back in the day no I, I've no, never good no is that why he's iconic yes He's he, he shit. It's real bad. Bobsy games are bad. Okay, it's cool. Uh, no, he was one of the characters of the Tood. He had voice lines and stuff. He did. He said things. Yep. Yeah. What? What, what is? Um, could you could you point to one like announcement trailer or something and say like that's probably your favorite personally or like one thing favorite? No, I mean I, I have ones that I like. I really okay, liked. Like? Um, I, I really disagree. liked uh, recently the Monster Hunter one was really cool because it showed games. 
shut up. Okay. Because it showed gameplay. That was kind of cool. Okay. Um, it started out. It started out small, and you thought it was just going to be like a like an announcement, but they kept showing stuff, and it was like this looks really amazing. Uh, I really liked the uh, the Doom twenty sixteen. That's when that game came out, right? Yeah. The last Doomer. That that one was good. The reveal. Because I don't know. I, no. I remember that like the reveal being received pretty mixedly because like the, people the, were the like, first oh, it's too time slow, it was it's too much gore. No, fuck that. Anybody said that was incorrect. I, I mean, uh, pivoting off of off of what Doom three ended up being. Like that, that that we're talking about the one where he gets like the shotgun and the chainsaw and all that shit. That's that's isn't that eternal? No, he gets the. There's an older Doom trailer where it's like the first time you see the super shotgun again, and you're like, holy shit! And then he, he just when you think like that's all they're gonna show, it's all he gets a chainsaw too, and you know the the, the moves looked cool. Ah, fuck that! Like the, people are nuts if they if they didn't like that stuff. I mean, they brought the music into such an amusing uh, a play. I, I got I got hyped for Doom in a way that I hadn't been for a, a while. Hyped for Doom in a while, or hyped for, hyped for Doom. Okay. Huh? Uh, I I always I was kind of, was always kind of partial to the Onimusha three thing. Was that the one with Shokanoda? Was that four? Yes, that was that was three. Was there a fourth one? Yes, but it was like a I don't even know if it was called Onimusha four. It was like Onimusha play as more than do co op. Was that Warlords or something? Yeah, I could no War Warlords was the name of the first game. Oh, it was Onimusha Warlords. Okay, was, okay. yeah. Three had a really good trailer back in the day. Uh, back for what it was, it was uh, it was a fun and weird. Capcom had, had the reputation game. for back then for like doing great, pretty good CG trailers, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, I th- think that all that all kind of came off of uh, of uh, the some of the Final Fantasy stuff. I mean, that, that'll get you, that'll get you famous. I mean, they had their whole like the, they had their whole studio that got that got shuttered by uh, by so, uh, Spirits Within was Spirits it Within, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Final Fantasy. Yeah, I remember like when I started gaming, there were two companies that people always pointed to for the best CG, and it was Square and it was Blizzard. Yeah. And these days, of course, there is Blur, but that's it's not, since they. Do, I don't think people point to that as much. Yeah, that's not that's not as common. I think like like the the the, the people that frequent the forums on Twitter or something to talk about games, they know who Blur is, but obviously yeah. because they don't make games themselves. But right. yeah, if if in the last couple of years you've seen a stunning CG trailer that is not Blizzard or or Square, it was very likely made by Blur. Cool. Uh, fuck you. Expensive. Um, you know, just kind of on the side. What? Just you know, whatever. I see how it is. Um, real cool, cool thing to say. We'll have our, we'll have our time. We'll do, we'll do one dedicated to trailers. I, one trailer that I was, uh, that I still love to this day, and I was very excited for back in the day, is the reveal trailer for Halo Three. Yeah, but you say that about every Halo. That's not true. It sure was like can. specifically the one with the, um, you know, like the what was it T. S. Eliot poem, like the this is the way the world ends. Uh. Like I think, like the way that was done, like with the music. But did and Lord say was, it or something? I'm not sure that did, back then did, was Lord was. Did Billy I mean, Eilish she, she, like just read some T. S. Eliot into a fucking fan? I'm fairly sure that like Billy Eilish was not alive back then. Uh, Isn't she like 18 or something? I don't know. I'm way too old to know. I think she's super young, and that game was announced a while ago. It, is this this is also a non-gameplay one? Was this the reveal or just yes, a trailer? It was for just it? the one like it's where like, like he if, walks if up to where like, like yeah 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 and then like like finally you see it's Master Chief like this the first like why does Master notes. Chief need a coat? That's Halo Five. The one where he's got like a cloak on. Yes, that's Halo Five Guardians. Weird. And like it's sometimes I wonder if you've noticed shit. I don't. Um, you've played all the Halos, right? Yes. Why does Master Chief need a fucking coat? Why do you wear a coat? 
I'm not covered in power armor. That's just you my You wear abs. clothing, and yet you still wear like a coat or you wear an umbrella. So Dog, he's in armor. Maybe armor is not that comfortable in the glaring sun. If you know damage. why Master Chief wears clothes, you could please, please write me. Save me from this fucking dipshit. Write me at projectilelunchcast at gmail.com. Tell me why Master Chief wears clothes. You gotta wear clothes, man. Like, this armor probably chafes. He doesn't take off the armor. Yeah, sometimes he does. He, no, he wears the clothes over the armor. Oh, that's a cloak. That's not clothes. That's a cloak. Please be more specific. Why does he need that? Because he's in the fucking sun. Are you fucking kidding me? To disguise himself. Can't he breathe in space? To disguise himself. <laughs> no. Fucking like eight foot tall dude sounded like the Tin Man from Wizard of Oz just like trundles up. <laughs> I'm like, who's this guy at the tavern? He's like, uh, I just want a beer. He's just bashing the glass against his fucking, against his visor. He can't drink out of that. He's asking for a straw? Disguise himself. God damn it. That's rich. Next thing you know, you're going to tell me that he's smoking a cigar under there, and they all are. I, I have an action figure of him wearing that cloak. I bet you, I bet you do. What is your favorite game reveal? What's that like? That I, was I, the I, one. Um, I, I loved that trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really loved the reveal of Overwatch. Yeah. Uh, just seeing like you know, how really the, how much that meant to Chris Madsen was, I think, pretty cool to see. The first Overwatch. Uh, yes, and then they had like that first trailer because you know, this was, I mean. There were some leaks and rumors like a few hours before. So people were like, okay, this is probably going to be like a shooter or something. But like nobody had any idea about the art direction or something. You know, just seeing like, like young Winston, you know, like that, that, that little monkey and stuff like that. I think it was, it, it was you know, something completely new. And again, like it was, it is the first new IP that Blizzard did in 15 years. Mm. So uh, I think that was you know, like, Still really, no like lost an, a whole new universe to see. I think that was pretty cool. I think that that's one I, I fun to remember. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, there's, to be honest, there is probably, and thankfully, considering like, you know, the, the, the money spent on these things, there's probably more good than bad game reveals. How? So I think it's really harder to stick out. And I think a lot, uh, very often, like the ones that really stick out to you are just like for like, you know, personal co- like connections or something. Halo means a lot to me because I played a ton of Halo so there's like emotional and nostalgic thing to, to Halo so whenever I see a new Halo I think of all the great times I had with friends you know like that's something that other games cannot replicate even if their reveal was better what about uh, what about games that you don't personally renovate what's a, what's a good reveal for a game that you know because I know you're an Assassin's Creed nut and you're a Halo nut I am like what, what's a good reveal that wasn't like I, like I told you for me it was the Starcraft one because I don't play that shit but mm-hmm. I thought it was a good job Probably something from Sony. I think they do very uh, maybe like uh, The Last of Us Two or so. Yeah. I think um, yeah. I mean, I never played The Last of Us. I don't think I'm gonna play Last of Us Two anytime soon. Right. But uh, that was I think yeah, well done. Yeah. But again, it's really it's easy to to feed all of that hype, right? Yeah. Let me think. What else is there? How did Throw you something out? Uh, how did well? Uh, okay. I mean, maybe. This is a little more close to your wheelhouse, but how did you feel about the uh, the the reveal of um, Valodorant, Valodorant, Deodorant, Valodorant, Valodorant? Valorant? Yes. Uh, very atypical. Okay. Very differently yeah. done, right? I mean, I think it was quite interesting. Um, 
So remember, like last year in October uh, was the 10 year anniversary of League of Legends. Okay. And Riot did like a huge S live stream. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, for, for, for a couple of years, there had been this joke of like, we're going to put the S into Riot Games one day. Because you know, <laughs> for 10 years, they had one game and it was yeah, called right. Riot Games. One little game. And the little game that could. The little game that became one of the biggest games ever, yes, but still. And uh, during that live stream, I think they revealed no less than four or so new games. Yeah. Uh, to varying degrees like for some of them was very concrete for some of them was like hey here's some people people talking while something's running in the background on TV or something so they revealed um, Legend of Runeterra the card game they mm-hmm. revealed Project A which has now been called Valorant like a tactical shooter you're going to have to correct me on was, that at least three more times it was Project L I think was the fighting game why is A Valorant I don't know maybe it was the first one we started holy oh, shit no. okay they're going to do 26 new games? Well, because if they got all the way to L, that means a lot. No, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I think that was, you know, like, like that, for example, is something completely different to everything we just talked about. Like the way yeah. Valorant was re- revealed yesterday was here is a, a like sh- short round of actual match play. No, no CGI, no nothing. People straight thrown into the game with no explanations or anything. Just like, hey, here's unadulterated gameplay of people shooting each other using some abilities mm-hmm. and at the same time some influence to press outlets got access to the game and the previews were posted at the same time but from from Riot itself yeah. it was nothing but here's our website here's our social channels sign up for for new future updates here is you know one round of, of unedited anything gameplay they've always been so that is a very you know like it, it goes counter to everything we just talked about you know with teasing yeah. and, and big uh, and big trailers to see gyre everything it's just like but I think it's going games. more that way I mean that's one thing you can always point to, to Riot to I think um, I think as much as, as I'm not a fan of the game their, their marketing has been on point forever um, what is really interesting with like you know um, for example what I just said with, with Blizzard for 10 years or something whenever they announce a new game it's always the same formula yeah. it's a CG trailer yeah. and then there's gameplay trailer right. um, with Riot there is no set thing like nope. every time they do something it's, it's slightly different sometimes it's a K-pop music video Yeah. sometimes it's like um, hey we want to promote a couple of skins in the game of you know, like like a fictional in-universe metal band consisting of some League of Legends characters. Mm-hmm. So they recorded two actual metal albums with some like big name metal musicians. So you know, that's a different, completely different kind of marketing. Sometimes it's a, a anime style trailer. Sometimes it's. I remember the anime trailer. That was weird as fuck. So yeah, you know, like uh, it feels like every time Riot does something, they they come up with something different. They like, do. There is no formula yeah. to their marketing. They which do that. Is quite interesting. It is. It is very interesting, and I think I think they. I don't think it's accidental. I don't think they're throwing everything, uh, throwing everything in the wall to see what sticks. I mean, they've. Oh, they they were the first kind of people that I noticed that were like, all right, we're big enough. We're not. We don't give a shit about advertising on. Whatever else you're doing, it wasn't even until recently that I started getting uh, pre-roll ads for for League. I got that fucking anime trailer so often, but I mean that's what it is, right? Like they'll do. It seems like they'll do localized pushes because that was all all German stuff, and you know I'd be traveling around, I wouldn't see it anywhere else. So like they 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 know when to talk to their audience, and they know when uh, what 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 their audience seems to want to hear is the impression that I get as an outsider. So I mean, there is actually one other that I, that I fun to remember um, that I just whatever for whatever reason just came to my mind. Um, I really, really loved the reveal of Titanfall. 
Yeah. Because that was, again, it wasn't much CGI, it was just like a trailer. You, you thought like, you know, it's like a story trailer of like, hey, you know, there's a ship flying in and people talking on a dropship. And then it went straight into gameplay, you know, people running around, Titans dropping everything. Yeah. And that was also for me like the first time um, that I saw something from what was then the next gen. Obviously, you know, you'd seen great graphics and I was working at a time for a game that had fantastic graphics that would not have been possible. Mm-hmm. on previous generations but like seeing titan fallen like just the fluidity and all of that you know how many people were running around the bots and people instantly getting in and out of titans that was for me the thing where i was like okay this is uh, this is the first thing that looks like next gen gameplay to me yeah and i remember seeing that and being like pretty blown away that was yeah. very impressive it was a really good i mean they, they knew what the the punches were in that i mean the audio is is something i always point to in titanfall and they know their moments like and the, then, of course, going from that, uh, what I think was obviously a very interesting reveal last year was Apex Legends. Because hmm. if it hadn't, if it had leaked two days early, thanks to an influencer who couldn't keep his fucking mouth shut, hmm. um, it would have really gone from like zero to this game is available now. Yeah, which you know is of course for a company the size of EA, it's very unusual. Um, it's uh, they had obviously spent a ton of money on people like was it like Ninja and and Shroud and whatever, putting up putting up you know videos yeah, etc. Yeah. And like you know within a few hours they had like a couple million people playing that game. Yeah. I think that was really and I remember like the the instant turnaround because when that stuff started leaking, uh, I think the, the the announcement and the reveal and the release was on Monday. I think the first leaks and rumors were on Friday or, or Saturday. And I remember hearing, whoa, yeah, fuck Titan. Wait, you're doing a Titanfall Battle Royale without Titans? This is the dumbest fucking thing yeah, I've right. heard in my entire life. So once again... And I saw someone that was like, this is dumb, where's the Titans? And I played a little bit of it, and then I played a little bit of it, and then after like two, two weeks, I had like played for 70 hours, and I was like, I guess it's all right after all. I, no, I, I think that's a, that's a stupid thing. And again, we, we, it ties in with the, the kind of controlling the message. So you had a influencer, I don't leak that shit, I mean, even the announcement, like, I, I, I think for them, the the smarter, the only thing I would have improved, because, I mean, it's hard to criticize somebody that's successful, right? But the, the only thing I would have improved is just, like, look, don't even fucking mention Titanfall. What are you yeah, gaining yeah. out of it? I'm not even sure if they did it actively. I, I mean, mean obviously, yeah, the like, there are, there are like, yeah. They, they would, you know. You're like, oh, it's in the Titanfall universe. Like, no one fucking knows what the Titanfall universe is outside of that. What yeah? You were familiar with all these, all these, uh, all these guys. For example, like you know, like all they did, like a ton of the stuff, like the, the factories and so that you fight around are from Hammond Robotics. They built the Atlas Titan. Yeah, but they could have, they could have kept that in and not fucking said it. You know what I mean? Like, the, yeah, I mean, that it's is, just that drawing is, that line. Like Apex Legends was one a good example, and the other is Mario Rabbits of leaks actively hurting stuff. Because like when when that came out for that whole that whole week and those two days, yeah. everybody was just talking about oh it's Titanfall without the Titans. They have no clue what they're doing. Yeah. Again, if it had just come out and people, the first thing that they would have seen was this like super, you no know, fluent, uh, fluid, uh, great combat uh, battle royale. It would mm-hmm. have been very different. Yeah. And it was the same thing. You know, when the first rumors came out of oh Ubisoft is doing a rabbits Mario game, everyone was like, this is terrible. But imagine like if the first thing anybody had ever seen of that would have been Eve Gimo and uh, Miyamoto being on stage with those guns showing the game. Yeah. Like, they were like the, and I, I think or they, or I if anybody Gary 3 was very well received you know, what people saw there so it's unfortunate when sometimes leaks previously because people focus on one aspect of something they don't they don't have the context. But that that's what you're talking about. That is the message that came exactly, out. Exactly. That's the, the message that comes out when 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 shit like that happens is oh it's Titanfall without Titans. It's so dumb. And yeah, that is a dumb exactly. take. Or it's 
It's, uh, so it's essentially, I was right about everything. I, I think... Um, Which sums up today's episode and the last 35 episodes. I think the hype is gone to you. Uh, you you might be getting hype crazed. It might be time to... Yes, to, it's yeah. time to wrap this one up. Also yeah. because I got to go uh, to down to the shop and see if I can reserve five orders of Dragon Age 4 already. I'm going to give one to you. Don't play multiplayer. You, I think you actually gave me Inquisition. I did. Oh, man, I'm sorry. As am I. Yikes. So, yeah, um, I mean, you already you already uh, promoted your email address, but wouldn't give it another try, Mary? If, my, if people want to give yeah. you a copy of Dragon Age 4, where could they reach they you? They can send that to, to projectilelunchcast at gmail.com. If you write that email address, I'll read your thing on the podcast. That's my thing. And you're really hyped about Dragon Age 4, right? I, I can't wait. It hasn't even been announced yet. Oh, no, there was a trailer. Like, dude, like Dreadwolf Rises. What? The Dreadwolf Rises. The fuck is the Dreadwolf? Uh, you wouldn't know. Anyways, oh if God. people want to talk to you on Twitter, how would they do that? Please get this out of the way quickly. What do you mean? I'm getting. I'm not getting anything out of the way. You, you, you need to. You need to respect my Twitter because it does. It serves an important Look, purpose. We don't have time to Dreadwolf Rises. No, the, I don't care about the Dreadwolf. You should write me on Twitter. It's uh, Richard Sad Song Remix Center. Uh, you give me any pop song, I'll fucking play a little piano and just sing it real, real sad. You can put it on any trailer. Guaranteed to be a success. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Name a pop song. Um, a Barbie girl. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. What trailer? What game genre would you put this? A to hardcore shooter. Hardcore shooter. Escape from Tarkov. <laughs> Very good. I like. It. Come Does on, the game women or... Barbie. Let's go party. Okay, it's uh, convincing. I'll get back to you with my marketing budget. Just give me that. Year. Throw that money at me. Okay. So as always, if you want to talk to me, you can do so on Twitter at com underscore raven. Um, thanks for listening to us. We'll be back next week with a new episode, and uh, probably we'll find new inventive ways to praise the ingenuity of Todd Howard he did and so much Sam wrong. Lake. So much wrong. Why? Because don't you have phones? Look it up. Also, just hearing Sam Lake, seeing myself say Sam Lake, reminded me that we didn't talk about uh, the Xbox One reveal, which was kind of shite, except for them showing Quantum Break. Because everything game. else, it, yeah. was just, it was just like, here's TV, here's TV, there's NFL, TV, TV. Here's one video game, because I guess we didn't have more TV stuff to talk about. Anyways, NFL. Love the NFL. That was a terrible reveal, but Quantum Break, thanks, Sam, you're amazing. Todd Howard did the NFL. Talk to you next week. Got me some roses and a little...